listener production. European share markets close lower as Davos kicks off. And Australian investors await weekly and monthly measures of consumer sentiment. I'm Ryan. I'm Craig. It's Tuesday, January the 16th, 2024. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Craig, no US. We've got the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday and US share markets are closed. But of course, we have some discussion to be had around what happened in Europe overnight. Yeah, European shares lower. Uh, the Stock 600 index uh, down half of 1%. UK market down four tenths of 1%. And the German market down half of 1%. Uh, personal goods was down in the order of 4.4%. Uh, Burberry shares down 5.7% due to a number of broker uh, downgrades. Uh, life insurance doing okay. It was up by 1.3%, but the banks were down by 1.8%. European stocks and bonds retreated on Monday after European Central Bank officials poured cold water on expectations for rapid rate cuts, even as data from Germany underscored the challenging backdrop for economic growth and corporate profits. Yeah, German economy over 2023 was down by 0.3%. A number of analysts still believe that uh, the German economy may actually contract this year as well. Uh, the Austrian Central Bank Governor Robert Holtzman, he's uh, part of the uh, one of the European Governing Council, he said, um, we may not talk of rate cuts for all of 2024. So those looking for, for rate cuts in Europe uh, had their chances to dash somewhat. What we have seen in recent months is headline inflation in the Eurozone lift by 2.9% in December compared with a year ago, and a little bit of a tick up there from the 2.4% in the previous month. And that's largely on the back of rising energy prices. We now have this situation where all prices have lifted a little bit over the course of the last week or two on the back of the increase in Middle Eastern tensions. The European Central Bank targets inflation at 2%. And Holtzman said, unless we see a clear decline towards 2%, we won't be able to make any announcement at all or we're going to cut. So that threw a cat amongst the pigeons, but that did follow further commentary from the European Central Bank. Its chief economist, Philip Lane, on Sunday stressed in an interview that cutting rates too fast could fuel a new wave of inflation, forcing the European Central Bank to then raise even more a false dawn, too rapid a recalibration can be self-defeating, Lane said. So on the back of that, we did see a lift in European bond yields as well. Germany's 10-year yield, the benchmark for the Eurozone, was up by six basis points to 2.2%, and the policy-sensitive two-year yield was up four basis points to 2.56%. So we saw a reaction from the commentaries, and also at the same time, there was some surprise after Bundesbank President Jochim Nagel agreed that it's premature to discuss monetary easing, suggesting no movement before the summer. And that's despite the fact that Germany's economy is currently stuck in a malaise. Yeah, I think it's all about inflationary expectations. They don't want um, the Europeans getting too excited about uh, rate cuts just now. Uh, there's still water to flow under the bridge, and it's all about you know, getting inflation down. And uh, you want to massage those inflation expectations. You do. And what we have seen is ECB euro short-term interest rates, the Ford prices, if you look at the chances of a rate cut in March, they're about 30%. And in total, markets are pricing in around 150 basis points worth of rate cuts this year. So perhaps getting a little bit ahead of themselves are markets. But as you mentioned, in terms of the share markets, we did see sentiment dented by that commentary. 
and consumer goods and retails led sectoral declines, falling between 1% and 1.2%. We also saw weighing on sentiment, China's central bank leaving the medium-term policy rate unchanged yesterday, defying market expectations for a rate cut, and on the back of that, mining stocks fell 1%. If you look at individual stocks on Monday, Swedish gaming group Embracer retreated 8.8%, the worst performer, and food delivery firms HelloFresh, Delivery Hero, and Just Eat Takeaway fell between 4.2% and 8.3% after Exane BNP Paribas said it would steer clear of the sector. So broad-based declines, as you mentioned, Craig, and we also saw banks down 0.7%. So not a great day on European markets and our markets if you look at the current SPY futures down by 21 points or 0.3%, so a negative lead-in. Yes, negative lead-in. We have uh, to look forward to the uh, weekly measure of consumer confidence coming out from ANZ and Roy Morgan at 9.30 and then Westpac measures coming out at 10.30. Last week we saw uh, ANZ um, report and Roy Morgan report that consumer confidence had lifted uh, three points uh, to the highest levels in around about 12 months. Talk of interest rate cuts here in Australia, the potential, and we may see you know, so that Westpac measure you know, so move higher in January when the figures come out later this morning. Yes, the interesting thing with the January reading on consumer confidence is the Reserve Bank doesn't meet, mm. and we did have some economic data around the monthly consumer price index recently, which was last week, and that was slightly better than expected and suggested that we are seeing an improvement on the inflation front. So that could lead to a bit of a pickup in sentiment. But of course, cost of living is the key focus at the moment for consumers, along with borrowing costs remaining elevated and hopes for rate cuts later this year. So that'll play into that reading later today. But in terms of our market, as I mentioned, there's an expectation for a decline here and it won't be helped by energy producers. So all prices are down a smidgen as we speak. We've got the US oil NYMEX price and light trading with the public holiday down by 0.3% to 72.47 US dollars a barrel. Brent's down just 0.1% to 78.19 US dollars a barrel. So what we have seen overnight is all prices edge lower as the Middle East conflict's limited impact so far on crude output prompted profit-taking after all benchmarks gained about 2% last week. Yeah, we still have the concern about the Houthi rebels firing on um, uh, ships. Um, uh, of course, the US and, and uh, its allies have been just responding against the Houthi rebels in, in Yemen. So it's something to, to watch out for. Uh, the gold price was a little bit higher overnight, $7.70, $2,059.30, and copper up in the order of 1.1%. I noted also cocoa prices, yeah, so that's probably not a major driver of anything, but apparently they're at 46-year highs, which is not a good lead-in to, to Easter, but anyway. Now, you mentioned the iron ore price as well. Uh, we did see iron ore futures in Singapore trade yesterday for by $1.30 or 1% to $132.88 US dollars a tonne. And that was after China's central bank held a key interest rate steady. That left traders disappointed, of course. And inventory levels at major Chinese steel mills increased more than 16% to 14.4 million tonnes in early January, according to data from China Iron and Steel Association. So there's ample steel and iron ore supplies adding to bearish headwinds for iron ore at the moment. And China's imports of iron ore from Australia's Port Hedland were at 49.9 million tonnes in December, a 13% jump from November and the highest monthly volume since June, according to Pilbara Ports Authority. So we are seeing iron ore under pressure, and that could be reflected 
in moves for the miners, as we saw yesterday in the Australian market today. But gold miners could slightly be up on that safe haven bid, as you mentioned, Craig. Now, the Aussie dollar, we have seen a little bit of US strength there overnight, Craig. Yeah, the Aussie dollar, it, it has been very, very you know, close to 67 cents for some time. It's moved away a touch, 66.6 US cents. But um, uh, well, can we write much into it? Yes, it's very thin trading Yes, when the US is offline. Indeed. So with the Martin Luther King Jr. Day holiday in the United States on Monday, we have seen US equity futures little changed. Futures tied to the Dow Jones have dipped 0.04%. The S&P 500 futures are down 0.02% and NASDAQ futures have slipped 0.3%. So light trading session there. That could be influencing today's session here in Australia. That's it from us today. Thanks for joining us. You have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.